You're listening to MOG Channel. Hi guys, welcome to my podcast. This is MOG Channel where we help you to see a real and practical Christianity from God's Word. If you're new here, welcome. If you're returning, welcome back. Today we're going to be talking about healing by proxy or believing God for the healing of someone far away. Now, the way healing works is dynamic. And by dynamic, I mean that it works in different ways. So there are many ways a person can get healed. For example, there's a laying on of hands. The Bible says you will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. That should be Mark 16. They will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. That's one way, right? Another way is by words. Words can be spoken, right? The Bible talks about Jesus when he went to Peter's mother-in-law. Like when he went to Peter's house and he saw Peter's mother-in-law, what did he say? The Bible says in one um, of the four Gospels, it said that he just you know touched her held her hand and lifted up and she was fine but that one says he rebuked the disease or rebuked the sickness and she was fine so he spoke words right there are other places where he says he sent that his word and he healed them so words can go the same way um hands can be laid uh there are other methods that can be used for example bible tells us in the book of acts that handkerchiefs taken or aprons taken from the body of paul were taken to the sick and the sick once they were touched with the sick they were healed if there were demons in them demons were driven out we have someone like peter who got to a point whereby they found out that his shadow was healing the sick so there are so many ways that people can get healed i've seen people get healed by many other means i cannot mention you know on this particular podcast but you can actually get healed in many different ways now why is that important it's important so that you're not so stuck on just doing things one particular way now there's what we call healing by proxy because if you had to rely on just laying on your hands for people to be healed man there are many people that are going to die because it's not everyone you can reach you see that not everyone you can reach and imagine back then when they didn't have social media all those things i mean now by via um via internet and all those things that we have today we can actually just be in one room i can be in this place and people can be listening to this podcast episode all over the world and if i declare healing here thousands and millions of people can get healed instantaneously just by hearing the words i speak to them concerning healing okay so there are other ways to heal that's just the point now this one of healing by proxy what i really am going for is the fact that you can actually heal somebody or get someone healed by standing in for that person that is that the person is not physically present with you and in that case or in this case you're not even it's not like you're on the phone with the person or anything the person is just not physically there with you let's just leave it there because there are other people can actually use phones to do all that but then the person is not there with you physically right but the person can get healed so i want us to look at a few examples from the bible Luke chapter 7 from verse 4 we're going to do a little little bible reading you know can't have enough of that well bible says in the book of Luke chapter 7 right it talks about a centurion whose servant was sick and the people sought that jesus should come right and heal uh, the centurion servant because they said he verse 5 for he loves our nation and has built us a synagogue then just went with them and when he was now not far from the house the centurion sent his friends to him saying 
unto him, Lord, don't trouble yourself, for I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof. Wherefore, neither thought I myself what is come unto you, but say the word, and my servant shall be healed. He says, say the word. He now says, for I am a man set under authority, having under me soldiers, and I say to one, go, and he goes, and that one come, and he comes unto my servant to do this, and he does it. So, I want you to see a very strong point there. The man said, don't bother coming. Just send a word. Just say the word. Right? Just say the word. Now, there are two versions of this story. There's one in Matthew and there's one in Luke. The one in Matthew, the centurion actually, the, the, way, the thing is, you put the two together to get the full picture of what really happened that day. Okay? So, in this case, we see that Jesus shaman the guy one way uh, or the guy met Jesus one way and he said that my servant is sick Jesus said let's go he says no you don't have to come under my roof he says I'm a man under authority in other words he recognized the fact that Jesus had authority over sickness and disease and he said just say the word just command it just speak it and the Bible says that that's you know that same hour okay let's just read down so when Jesus heard these things he marveled and turned about and said unto people that followed, I say unto you, I have not found so great faith, no, not in Israel. And they were sent returning to the house and found the servant whole that had been sick. So Jesus just spoke and, I mean, the guy got, just got healed instantly. The servant was not with them. The servant was at home, right? And if you want to follow the two versions, one version says that, the centurion sent people, friends, to go and meet you. Say, I'm not worried to even see your common for you come under my roof. So imagine the guy, he doesn't go physically, he sends them, they go there, meet Jesus, tell Jesus, just marvels at man's faith, right? And there and then they come back and find out that the centurion's servant is healed. Are you seeing that? Meaning he didn't have to be there physically in the same location. So, it means you can actually stand in faith for someone else. You can stand in faith for a loved one, a friend, brother, a sister or someone. You get, you can stand, you can believe God for them. Because sometimes people are too weak in faith to believe for themselves. You can actually believe for them. That's what we're seeing in the, in the Bible. You can believe for them to get healed. I seen that. Isn't that awesome? Yes, you can actually carry other people on your faith. <laughs> that's that's awesome although the most ideal situation is that or the most ideal um, scenario is that everyone walks by his own faith however when people are weak in faith okay and some other things happen you can carry them on your own faith and there are some that don't even have the opportunity imagine a baby the baby has not had the opportunity to even start to walk by faith it's not even born again so, there's some people you should be able to carry on your faith. And that's why you must grow yourself a capacity that you don't just believe God for your own healing, alright? But you can believe God for the healing of other people. Don't just be the person that is receiving healing for yourself alone, but you should be able to also believe God for the healing of other people. You know, today I actually received a few testimonies of people praying for, people praying for, um, what do you call it? Praying for, Okay, was, let me just give you guys a, will I say a taster? <laughs> Alright? So, someone messaged me and said, Good morning, um, I want to share a testimony. Last year during lockdown and healing surge around April, I wrote that I was in program for my nephew and niece who had problems. So, this is someone that stood in for 
her nephew and her niece who had problems. Says my nephew has problems with his vocal cord and they said he won't be able to talk like a normal child. And the girl won't be able to walk because you can literally roll her legs like that of a doll. So I gave your names and believed God. So after I wrote the prayer point, you said it was done. That's I, I ministered. I spoke words. So I believed and didn't even worry about it. I told my brother from his reply, you could tell he didn't believe, but he just said, okay. Okay. <laughs> so basically, she believed God for it, told her brother who has kids. And brother like, oh, okay, fine. But she now says, during this healing surge, when you spoke about the fig tree, so I was teaching about the fig tree and the fact that some healings take time. She says, God brought them to my spirit and I realized he had already done the healing. And that's how she sent me uh, pictures of the the boy the boy they said i will not be able to speak well speaking very well and the girl whose legs were supposed to be like jayla said she will not walk the girl was walking just fine god healed them both on her own faith are you seeing that she stood in proxy for them and they got healed i mean that's amazing that's just (laughs) that's just awesome are you seeing that yeah that's awesome you can actually stand in faith for people now you can pray for people because there are different ways to do it there are different ways to release your faith. You can actually believe God and just pray directly for the people and see the result. Okay? But some people would want to anchor their faith on someone, on the grace on a person's life. So, you know, a minister ministers a lot or ministers very proficiently in healing. What do you do? You can actually decide to, okay, uh, once that man of God prays, once that woman of God prays, right? My brother, my sister, whoever it is, will get healed. And you can stand in faith for that and stand your ground and believe for that. You see that? Let's look at another example. Mark chapter 7, verse 24. Mark chapter 7. Hope you have your Bibles. Verse 24. All right? So, it says, And from thence he arose and went into the borders of Tyre and Sidon and entered into a house and would have no man know his boy could not be hid. For a certain woman, so a woman tracked him down, whose young daughter had an unclean spirit, heard of him and came and fell at his feet. The woman was a Greek, a Syrophoenician by nation, and she besought him that he would cast forth the devil out of her daughter. But Jesus said unto her, Let the children be filled first, for it is not me to take the children's bread and cast it to the dogs. Now, before you think just being biased, the Jewish nation, actually, that was how they referred to Gentiles. The whole idea is that Gentiles are unclean. And then if you look in the Bible, you hardly find good words for dogs. Dogs are usually used for unclean things and all that. And she answered and said unto him, Yes, Lord, yet the dogs under the table eat of the children's crumbs. And he said to her, For this saying, go your way. The devil is gone out of your daughter. Right? So, and when she was come to her house, she found the devil gone out and her daughter laid upon the bed. So, you can see that Jesus is not where the girl is. There are cases like the daughter of Jairus where Jesus actually goes there physically and lays his hands on the girl and says, Takum or you know get up and all that stuff and she gets up however in this case the woman comes and she believes him she beseeches him look that i i you know that you have to heal my daughter like you have to cast out there's a devil in my daughter there's a devil in my daughter and just like look okay he goes through the whole motions and after he sees her faith she sees her persistence because faith can also be seen. You can see your faith by your persistence. She's persistent and she believes in him. She believes that he can heal her daughter. You know, and Jesus told, tells her, okay, fine, go. Your daughter is fine. Are you seeing that? In other words, in this case, he brings her to a point whereby she stands for her daughter. 
because I probably, from what I'm reading here, she probably would have wanted him to come and heal daughter. But he says, no, no, there's no, there's no need. So let me even flip it. There's a part of you who is trying to receive a healing on behalf of someone, believing the fact that the person doesn't have to be there physically. You can believe and go for someone and they'll get healed. You get? But there's also the part as the minister where you can actually believe and speak words and say, go, your faith has made you whole. Go, you're fine. You know, and there are times I've ministered that way. You don't have to see the person physically before the person can be healed. Are you seeing that? I've been in meetings, now not where I was ministering, but where maybe some of my egg-born pastors were ministering. And then <laughs> I remember, and we've seen it several and we've also seen it in, our, in some of my meetings where people stand in for their loved ones and then they pick the phone during the, while the healings are going on and, and the power of God is in operation and everything and they pick their phones and they begin to call and say, oh, dad, in the name of Jesus, you are healed. The healings are happening right here. And right now, I know you are healed. As they hear me, you are healed. You know, on their own faith. And you see healings breaking out even at home. In fact, I've been to meetings where um, my pastor was missing back then. You will see a long line of people who, <laughs> a line of people who are there to give testimonies just based on phone calls. Because the power of God doesn't know distance. Right in the realm of the spirit, there's no distance in the realm of the spirit. We may talk, but may as well, both just be sitting or standing beside each other. You know, in the spirit, for example, they don't just they don't just they don't walk around. They just you think it, you're there. Think it, you're there. That's how they that's how they move in that place. Just think your magic, bam, you're there. <laughs> Maybe that's another story for another time. But that's how they maneuver. So healing just occurred. So you who is healing, and that you know, this is how you grow in faith. Some people, for example, believe that you must use oil before a person gets healed, right? But the Bible says the prayer of faith, the book of James, the prayer of faith, that's James 5, shall save the sick, not the oil, because it says anoint them with oil. You know, if anyone uh, is sick, let him pray and all that. It now says, should call for the elder of the church, let them anoint him with oil, and the prayer of faith shall save the sick. So it's not the oil that saves the sick, it's the prayer of faith. So, so people are on the level of, okay, I, they must use oil on me, or they must use handkerchief, they must touch me with something, shall and get healed but you can mature to the point where okay some people believe it's just hands i must touch lay hands before something happens and there's nothing wrong with that that's wonderful you can do that but you can actually begin to grow yourself in faith and believe to the point that you can actually speak words where in the person is not even there but the person is fine even you for your own family members and everything you can on your own speak words concerning them you can stand in faith concerning them speak words and release healing power to them and that's that's basically you carrying them on your faith so you must have the capacity to do that you know but you can stretch it you can do it you can actually believe for it faith is not a hard thing it just requires some concentration amen <laughs> so this is the second one the Syrophoenician woman's daughter who just gets healed like that then we have the last one John chapter 4 verse 46 John chapter 4 verse 46 right and just came again to the kind of Galilee where he had made the water and wine and there was a certain nobleman whose son was sick at Capernaum when he heard that Jesus was come out of Judea into Galilee he went unto him and besought him that he would come down and heal his son for he was at the point of death so in this one he said please come to him my, my son is dying come 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 then said Jesus unto him except you see signs and wonders you will not believe <laughs> except you see signs and wonders. In other words, must I come to you? Except you see signs and wonders, you will not believe. No man said unto him, Sir, come down, lest my son die. 
Jesus said unto him, Go your way, your son lives. Are you seeing that? Jesus told him, Go your way. Go, your son lives. And the man was believed the word that Jesus had spoken. This is key. He believed the word. So in this case, you are also seeing, I want you to take note of the people who stood in proxy, right? It wasn't just the faith of the minister that just ministered. It was also the faith of the people that came. They believed, you know, Jesus' words. They believed that if he came, if he spoke, that their child would get well. You see that? So you can see it's a, it's, it's a two-way street in that sense. But you can also, you can you can carry someone else on your own faith. Right? Aha. So, says, go and your son lives. And the man believed in the word that, that just spoke to him and he went his way. And as he was now going down, his servants met him and told him, your son lives. Right? Then inquired he of them the hour when he began to amend. That's when he started to get healed. And they said unto him, yesterday at the seventh hour, the fever left him. So in other words, that means this guy traveled a very long way to see Jesus. Can you imagine? He says, yesterday at the seventh hour. So... <laughs> You can imagine that almost a whole day or, or so like that transpired. So this man was very far from his son, very, very far from his son. Yet he stood in proxy and Jesus spoke words. So how does this apply to you? It applies to you, right? Uh, okay, look at verse 53. So the father knew that it was at the same hour in which Jesus had said to him, your son lives. So and he himself believed in his whole house. Are you seeing that? <laughs> he said he himself believed in his whole house. That is... He believed more because he believed in the first time, but now he now believed again. His conviction grew in, in Jesus because, I mean, the guy believed and went home, but then he now said, wait, which time was it? They said the seventh hour. So in other words, he measured it and said, okay, this is exactly when Jesus said that this guy, my son lives. That's immediate hour the son started getting better. Are you seeing that? You can believe. So how does it apply to you again? that you can actually stand in proxy. First of all, you as a minister of the Lord Jesus Christ, every believer is, you should be able to grow yourself, your capacity to, when people come to you and meet you and everything, oh, someone is sick and he just speaks and says, okay, that person is fine. He lives. She lives. She'll be fine. In the name of Jesus, go. You must build capacity for that. You understand? But then one of the keys for that is also that the people that come to you for it, you must be able to build the capacity for them to also believe for it. You understand? Sometimes you may have to open the Bible and show them the word of God, show them, you know, what Christ has done, show them that healing is theirs and all that stuff. Build them up in faith and then you speak those words and the word works. The word works. Healing is yours. Healing is mine. Glory to God. All right, guys, that's it for today. Have a wonderful day. God bless you and bye-bye. If this blessed you or you want to say hi or you have a question, you can head over to my Instagram that's pst.sen, pst.essien. See you there.